Welcome back to Movie Trailer Reviews Podcast. It's your host, Chris, here with Ro. And we are here to review the movie Nobody, a bystander who intervenes to help a woman being harassed by group of men, becomes a target of a vengeful drug lord. Um, yeah, <laughs> these, these, <laughs> these synopsis are just... Um, That's a horrible yeah, synopsis. Yeah, it is. It's terrible. But you know what? You know what, though? For a movie like this, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it being a horrible synopsis for this, because uh, you need, need to go in and um, you're, you're not ready. So just sit down. Just sit down. This is this is a this is one of my favorite uh, subgenres of impossible white man movies that, that has really come up last few years. And it's the you really shouldn't fuck with that old man syndrome. Yeah. Um, leave Bob alone. Yeah. Leave, leave the quiet guy alone. You know, this is up there with uh, John Wick, um, The Equalizer, like all these movies where you're just like. You know, that guy seems like somebody can easily be picked on, and you realize that oh, we really should have left him alone. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this movie's great. <laughs> I love this. I told movie. you this movie was fucking like I'm going through this movie, and the entire time I'm just going like, "Fuck, shit, goddamn." Because so here's the thing: when everybody saw the trailer for this, and and while it looked good, you can be like, "Oh, it looks like he's going to be trying to do a John Wick." Um, uh, 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 lean on John Wick and kind of go into that, and I'm like, it's it's not. It's it's like a combination of John Wick, The Equalizer, and it makes its own thing too, where it has its own. And, I, and now I'm like, yeah, make this a franchise. Like the end of the movie, I'm like, yeah, make this a franchise. Let's get a nobody too. Let's keep this. Let's keep this. Let's keep this shit going. <laughs> I need more. I do. I felt like they they kind of leaned a little into the whole idea and the concept that was red one and red and red two mm, yeah that too yeah yeah and um i see i i like i watch do you watch better call saul no okay well go make friends with bob because <laughs> he's from better call saul that's yeah. why i was like well, i knew okay, where he was have, from yeah yeah i have no but i was like i have to see him as an action person mm-hmm. right I like because they said he completely leaned into the workouts and uh yeah, I saw, like, yeah, I saw the behind the scenes stuff of this. Yeah. I've been ready ever since I saw the first time where he took a punch in his <laughs> little workout. He's like, What? Wait. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, I'm sorry. It's like it's just you always hear all these stories about not just the impossible, like the mediocre white man is like, Oh, if that had been my house or if they had mm-hmm. come in my house, and you're just like, Man, what well, you would get shot. You would die in your house. Like somebody breaks in your house, you gonna do something. So for them to kind of play into all of those ridiculous tropes and then take a turn towards the lane that John Wick and Red sit in, mm-hmm. I was all about it. I was yeah. I was like I, I said, was really it, it goes on the John Wick route, but it's like, so in John Wick, you know, you know, he's retired, he's found happiness, all this stuff. And, and they kind of go down the route, but they put a little twist on it with, with, with this, with this movie, with, with Hutch and yeah. it makes it even better. And then when you add in some of the other, like I saw, when I saw Riz's name at the beginning of the film, I was like, oh God damn it, Riz is in this. But you know what? Doesn't annoy me in this film when he, Mm-mm. when he, when he, when he pops up. And Christopher Lloyd is just, it's just <laughs> like, like, like that probably might be the best casting he's had in at least a hot ten years. I mean, it was a it it was great when you saw who he was, and then when they do with him later on the film, you're like, you know what? I I'm here for all. Like this entire movie is just 
yeah it's just so rewarding you know and i think yeah. that's what it is it's not it's, it's just like it, it puts you in the same category of john wick not because of the plot and what's going on but it's just one of those things of Sure, you came in to turn, turn your mind off and just see some mindless action, but then you're like, wait a minute, I can actually turn my brain a little bit back on a little bit because this there's is actually, a story here. There's actually a story here. It's actually pretty well done, and, you know, I'm here for it. <laughs> the only thing that, like, okay, I will admit, when the trailer came out and you saw that glimpse of gold, I was like, are those coins? Are those bars? Is, mm-hmm. this, is this somebody who can go to the Continental? But yeah. when you realize that that was a red herring from the screenwriter... Mm-hmm. And the co-director, you're actually happy when you realize this is not intended to be somebody who even leans into that world. Mm-hmm. But the humor is definitely spot on. Oh yeah, and they play with the things that we've now come to expect of the slightly um, hyper surrealistic, cartoonish nature of the John Wick movies about it being some small thing that sets this guy off. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. They, like they really do play on the kitty heck bracelet in the trailer. And it's yeah. not what you think in this film. Like that's not really no. when uh, you see yeah. how that gets resolved. <laughs> Yo, I was I was like, oh you asshole. I was like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. I was like, I was like, everybody who is involved in this movie ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> Right. And then I died laughing. But like you've got this guy who like the monotony of his life, the way that they open the movie and they show it up and kind of like the the horrible job timestamp. And they kind of lull you into this really false place of what's the environment this guy lives in. And you think that this is going to go like one other kind of way to whatever leads him to snapping. Right. Mm -hmm. And when you get a look at his family and how his family works, I was just like, I would just walk out the door and never go home. <laughs> right. But, I would have but, abandoned my but family. What I love about it is they, again, it, it, it feels some, it feels some of the gaps that you didn't, you don't care about in John wick, but in this film sets it apart. So when yeah. he explains, like there's a, there's a part in this film where, and, and it's like an ongoing thing where he's starting to explain his backstory, but he keeps explaining to his backstory to people who die. <laughs> so he's like, he's like talking, he's like, yeah, I used to do this. And looks over, it's like, oh, the guy's dead. And so you, you, he stops at that point. So you keep yeah. getting the backstory throughout. It's like, it's those elements that make this, this, this film one funny, but also it just, it's so different than what yeah. you're expecting. And it just works so, so well. Like when I realized what they were doing with that, I was like, Oh, you get you assholes! You're telling us the backstory of this character in bits and pieces in this interesting story. Like it's, it's 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 funny. It's 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 like it's funny, and you start laughing, and you start understanding what he's saying. You're like, oh wait, oh wait, this dude is oh yeah. I was like, that's chaotic. What is happening? When other people in the film, and they also do that John Wick thing when other people in the film realize who this guy is. There's like, no, I'm not. Don't even pay me. I'm out. Don't even worry about that. that one person when they figure out who he is. They're like, don't, yeah. here's here's the files. Don't worry about paying me. I was never here. I didn't talk about this shit. I want nothing to do with this shit at all. I don't all. even know y'all. <laughs> right. But that was the perfect way to do Because that's usually where you get the big, huge uh, James Bond type reveal with the mm-hmm. villain, right? And of course, they went and they leaned into kind of like the the 90s, uh, like B-movie nasty aesthetic. You've got a Russian guy, but it's also made by somebody who's Russian. So some of those beats. Mm-hmm feel not so conventional for how they go about playing into those tropes, right? 
Like there's a whole club scene. Right. Yeah. Chris, <laughs> did you keep it together during the club no. scene? Because I did not. No. <laughs> I did not keep it together at all. Like, so you've got all these things about who you think the baddies are and how they're supposed to have it together. And every time you turn around, there's somebody who's just like, I just really want to go home. I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) Why am I here? (laughs) And then you got this one guy who is like super, super unassuming, wearing some chinos and mismatched socks. At least that's what it feels like. And he's the most highly effective guy in the movie. Mm hmm. And uh, yeah, no, I couldn't. Yo, I couldn't. I watched it. I watched it until they told they kicked me out right, the screener. Right, just like it's like yeah, I'm having a good meal here. Um, it's it's good. I'm just like the balls on this guy. The balls on this guy. Yeah, and like I'm also trying to figure like I know what I know what the answer is. There's a moment in this film where he gives an ultimatum. And he's like waiting to see what the guy's gonna decide. And I'm like, oh, he was waiting for him to do. He was who was praying that mm-hmm. it was gonna go south. Cause he mm-hmm. like this is this is the this is a Hutch is the example of the guy who at at one at some point he snaps in this film and just goes like, Yeah, I choose violence. I woke up today and chose violence. This this like nine to five lifestyle I've chosen, like, no, yeah. I'm tired of like, I, it's that it's that I've been holding this all in. Uh, the whole thing with his um his father-in-law and his brother-in-law <laughs> like what he deals with with that shit that was some wish fulfillment <laughs> right. that worked like you know usually they kind of shoehorn those things in and you got the guy with the family but when that man walked up on him and he's just like sit sit, sit, sit down <laughs> like he basically told him go home and be a family man yo yeah. i was just like god damn like you ain't built for this. I was yeah, like, you're this is... wearing a members only jacket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 again, this is just this this film here. And I know we're all over the place is because we're really trying not to spoil. This is really one of those films that I'm telling folks. Yeah, you you, you saw the trailer and you're probably like, oh, I want to check this out. This yeah. is definitely something yeah. that you're gonna want to watch. It is gonna give you the again, and it's different than John Wick. Like John Wick. Obviously, with Keanu Reeves is just like he's all over, you know, the action. He's all over, you know, uh, sh- you know, the way he's shooting people in the head, the way he's killing people. This one was a little bit different. Well, that is in this film. Not gonna lie, the people people catch it horribly in this film. <laughs> like, um, <Sorry>. yeah, <clears throat> Hutch is not. Like on some he's John, not, yeah, he's not, not John Wick. He's he's a he's a if if John Wick is precision, Hutch is a blunt instrument. Like at one like the first fight he gets into when he handles those guys, you're just like, like, are you into the pain? Like it's almost at one point I'm just like, you want the pain that makes you feel alive. Whoa! But it actually made it, yeah. sense. You, know, it, you got somebody yeah. who's been hardcore retired. Yeah, like. You know, he kept in shape in the sense that running is still a part of his routine. Mm-hmm. Well, but it's, it's also a more realistic thing. It's like you're not going to have one guy. You're not going to have the boogeyman. You know, Baba Yaga no. in, in John Wick. That's not a that's not a real thing, right? You're going to have somebody who is a badass who's going to take some lumps, who's going to get stabbed a couple times and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's a guy who's going to you know get, get thrown <laughs> off the bus and then turn right around, open. The- Let's do her back up and come back to start the fight again. Like, <laughs> like 
the number of times where they did some stuff that was on the level of the humor that was like Clue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Or the Rodney Dangerfield movie, that old comedy with Michael Keaton. Mm -hmm. Like the the angles that they took on that. And you're just kind of like, they're playing with the, the beta guy trope yeah so hard i just i didn't know that and i and i you know i didn't watch this film i always wanted to i just couldn't get around to it this is a guy who did hardcore henry yeah that wait you've sense. never seen hardcore henry i i saw pit bits of it i didn't get around to watching the whole thing yeah i know okay I well i know i need mm-hmm. to i know when I need you to. have a moment do that I, for I know yourself I need to. wait no wait did i I swear you've seen that movie and no, you're just I did. not remembering it. I did. No, I did see Hardcore Henry. I'm looking at it again. Yeah, I did see this. I really, yeah, I think we've discussed it before. But the thing, yeah. like the chaos, the the hyper the hyperbolic right. action, the, the ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, that all of it makes sense once you realize the people who are behind this movie. Yeah. But the things that really, really work about this movie are, like you said, this guy is a blunt instrument who, you know, but... But he keeps telling everybody who he is. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's not really hiding it very mm-hmm. well. No, he doesn't care. No, doesn't, he no. just doesn't give a shit. He's like, yeah, well, nobody. And, well, and, and, I think, and I think that's, I think that's the, 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 fun, the, the fun thing about this. Um, is that at one point when he decides like he's all in, it's just on some... Okay, yeah, no, 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 no. So I, I, I'm not on the one of the things I gotta go hide. I gotta do this. Gotta change my name. Go back underground. It's like, oh no, 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 no. You guys are all just gonna die. You know? Yeah. You, you. What was? What do you say? You came to my home. Like we don't. You you don't don't do this. We don't. You don't do that shit. You broke the rules. We could have kept this civilized. You know? We could have dueled at noon. You came to my home though. All better off, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like the things, I, man. What got me when he was like, he's like, well, you know, he's like, now you just get a little, you know, plastic surgery, <laughs> and you're just like, what the hell is this? Do-? I was like, I don't understand. But I think my most favorite part of this movie were the the like the slightly calmer parts, in addition to the score, the way that they oh, yeah. like spotted the music in this song and all the songs that they use and how they kind of genre yeah. hop to yeah. change the mood. But there was just like this one moment where you just get in there when he explains why what happens in the trailer Mm -hmm. turns out the way that it does and i think this was the best use and trailer cut i've seen in a while yeah it doesn't give anything away everything that you see in the trailer happens relatively early i feel like i'm talking about the falcon and winter soldier trailer trailer again true yeah yeah, it's it's another one of those moments where it's like they give you all of this stuff up front and the the setup in the movie isn't in the trailer isn't a lie. This guy is living the life of somebody who's a regular schmegula beta. Mm-hmm. But there's just that one moment where he sits down and you get to hear him explain to somebody in shorthand why he let his house getting broken into turn mm-hmm. out the way that it did. Yeah. And at that moment, you just kind of start scratching the side of your head. And you're like, um, what's this dude hiding? Right. And then even later on, when he, when he goes and explains um, where he got the idea to settle down, you know, it's like, all, uh, again, the way they do the explanations in this film are great and how they it's do fantastic. it. And, and you just like, oh, a little X. Ex- it's like. We're getting a little... It's like you get a break in between the action to get a little exposition. I also got to say, 
thank you, thank you for one of the films finally dealing with the fact that if you put somebody in the fucking trunk, there is an easy way to get out of the fucking trunk. Like, I'm tired of movies pretending yeah. like that little trunk release isn't inside the fucking trunk in a car. Yeah. Every car has one, guys. Yeah. Every car has one. You can't just put somebody un, un, not really tied up into your trunk and they're, gonna be, they're, they're not going to be able to get out. There's clearly a trunk release in there. Come on. But the decision making that happens in the trunk oh, yes. also <laughs> yeah. me greatly. Right, right. It's like, <laughs> it's like oh, okay, cool, we can't do this. All right, so let's do this other way. And I'm just like, oh, this is just not... Sweet baby Jesus, right. what's happening here? I just kept saying, what is happening? Also, also, also I mean, the, the other thing too is, so, so aside from the, the way the action is, it's very action-packed and things happen, but also, I mean, this is a, you know, middle-aged, you know, Bob is old, <laughs> you know, he ain't yeah. some spring chicken. So the yeah. way he fights is like you would think of an old retired man who, you know, has seen some shit, right? But aside from that, there's also just, some realistic conversations that happen, like that trunk scene, the conversation the henchmen are having at the time, we were like, we're going to go to the hospital. It's like, no, you got to drop him off first. It's like, but we're bleeding. <laughs> it's like, he just, what? He killed all our guys. We're bleeding. We're going to the hospital. It's like, no, you're not. You're going to drop this fucker off. At the, and I'm just like, that's, a, that's, that's real. That's a realistic. That's really real. That's really like, that's realistic. Know, it's like, like right. you see people contemplating that they've made a, some bad life decisions. Right. <laughs> right. It's like, that's real. It's like, yo, we just, we got this guy. I know he's in the trunk, but like, nigga, we bleeding. We going to the hospital right like, now. I don't care about <laughs> him right now. Right. It's like, it's I don't like, care at all. And then the chief like, husband's like, no, motherfucker, you're going to drop him off. Then go to the fucking hospital. It's just, it's yeah. that kind of shit that you're just like, eh, it's real, you know? I mean that that felt that felt legit, but you also get the part where they kind of set him up. He lives a modest life, mm-hmm. um, and he's gotten bogged down in the monotony. He's married to Connie Nielsen for Christ's sake, so right. I'm still trying to figure out how he let that go quiet. Right. But um, he's got what he's got the two kids, the nice house. He's the guy who always misses Trash Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, <laughs> always and, misses Trash. Day. Man. I was like, just, you know, cut him a break. Just slow roll and honk. Give him a chance. But the way that they set you up for all of that, to have this idea that he's, like, truly some kind of beta. I don't really know any other term to use because they're that's the trope they're playing with, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I really feel like uh, the director and the screenwriter were really, really kind of trolling some folks who buy into that alpha beta mess and what they do with it. And then you turn around and you got, you got the bad guy mm-hmm. and his crew of henchmen. Well, even if we can call them that. What, what the funny thing about it is your bad guy in, you know, uh, was it Yulon, Yulani or whatever his name is. It like uh-huh. him and Hutch are actually not too different from each other in that yeah. they, but like he kind of wants to get out of the game too, you know. And in a way, the Hutch, envy Hutch, of everybody who's looking at retirement right. in the face in this movie is high. Right, right. And, <laughs> and, and I mean, and Hutch does give him an opportunity. Although, like I, I, at one point, I was going to be telling like, Hutch, just like, yeah, you just cost him all that money from the Russian mob. 
Like he can't yeah. just get plastic yeah. surgery. He can't go. quit. He can't quit. <laughs> right, right. You can't just you can't just quit. But also to show you uh, again, I can't can't go into much into that. Yeah. Just, okay. Let's yeah. just say that there's a transnational financial conspiracy that Hutch gets in the way and puts a big huge wrench in things. That is an amazing hat tip to a scene from the John Wick movies without feeling as though it's pandering or derivative. Well, I was gonna say that or The Dark Knight because <laughs> I'm just like I don't want some men just want to see close. If I some just want to see the. I, <laughs> I thought I would just say in the same world reference. Look at you. you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, I'm flirting on the edge. I'm just. No, seriously, this movie is just so much fun. Didn't we say we was gonna try to actually discuss the movie all the way through I'm and trying. not spoil? I didn't spoil anything. Nobody's gonna catch. That. No, you didn't. You didn't. I did. So, but um. yeah, I, I I agree with you. I also appreciated the RZA um, team up, and I um I didn't see his name. Mm. So when I first heard the voice. I was. I literally said, "What in the Wu Tang is happening?" <laughs> um, especially when it happens the way that it happens. And then when I was like, "Okay, let's see how this works," and they never bog you down if you pay attention to the like the 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 surroundings of this guy's life mm-hmm. and the trappings. They tell you everything that you need to know that's going to happen in this movie. So when he goes to see uh, Christopher Lloyd's character, who's playing his father, and you get that pan through the room. And you're like, oh, Mm -hmm. okay. And then you realize who his dad was and what his dad used to do. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, got it. Also, the way when we go, yeah, this is something Christopher Lloyd does, character does later on in the film. And you're just like, you're just like, oh, this old man, yo, (laughs) this old man, you fuck with. Like, this is not okay. None of this is okay. (laughs) None of it's okay. None of this is okay. okay. Even like the way the film opens up. Because, uh, like, the film opens up with it, like, it's one of those films that opens up kind of at the end, he's being interrogated, and when this motherfucker starts pulling <laughs> things out, and first of all, first of all, I'm like, first of all, guys, um, did you not pat him down at all? Because he's mm-hmm. just pulling things out of his, like, his coat, and he, and eventually, he, he pulls out a can of tuna, he pulls out a, uh, a cat. Uh, a, a, he well, a well cat. he pulls out a can opener, like, okay, where's he going with this? Then he pulls out a fucking kid, and I'm just like... Where the, the fucking what's going on? And the guy when and you the, see, and, yeah, and, right, when it and, circles back full circle on that moment. I said, get out of here. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm the entire here. time I'm going like, but where did he get the kitten from? Like the entire movie, I'm just like, where's the kitten come? But the funny thing about it is, they kept seeding it because at first, like when 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 the first time I realized where the cat was, I was like, all right, cool. I see where the cat's gonna come from. But then later on, like his daughter's like asking for a cat. Like they keep seeding the cat and the kid. And I'm just like, all right, but when are we going to get to it? And then when it finally happens, you're just like, really, guys, really? You circle back at that moment to like, okay, yeah. you know what? I'm fine. This is, this like, is great. I, I quit. I quit. <laughs> I, right. I like, I, I realized I needed this movie. Yes. I needed a movie that was in full horde mode. Um, I needed it. I just, I needed something. It's a full on palate cleanser. There's like, there's no, there's no, there's nuance. There's uncomfortableness. There's a whole lot of death wishy revenge type stuff, but this movie tells you what it is. And then it lives up to every single hyperbolic, crucial, violent promise that it makes you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then it teases you in two different ways that you really want them to make more movies before Christopher mm-hmm. Lloyd is too old. Yes. Yes. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh. But the very end conversation. Why did can't why didn't we just fly? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And that pull back at the camera, I said, I hate all of you. Mm. And it really feels like, I was like, did you guys just sit around and watch other recent action movies with different scenes that they had and then go back and look at the movies that they had been inspired by and see why the recent movies taking these elements failed and figured we can do better. Cause it kind of feels like that's what they did. Like if this is what we're getting with the highly effective old guy, um, I'm in. Right. I haven't enjoyed a movie like this as much as since red. And I think I might've enjoyed this more than red. It felt less complicated. Yeah. No, red is a little bit more complicated. Um, and I enjoyed the first red two is a mess. I we still enjoy it, mm-hmm. but red, this, but yeah, red, red, the first red is definitely, yeah. um, yeah, red two was there. Helen Mirren wanted to kill more things. That's mm-hmm. what that was. Yeah, you know what? You know what, though? Okay with that. Helen can have whatever she wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Helen wants that. You know, Helen, Helen gets what she wants, and it's fine. She's the queen, remember? Right. But yeah, this was a blood fest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was a charming one. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I don't know how. But I would like to say that there was one moment towards the third act of this movie that I really felt like it, when you get to be a grumpy ass old man and you just don't give a fuck no more. So maybe, you know, a couple months from now, <laughs> this, this you, <laughs> this you, this is what happens if the straw ever completely breaks the camel's back and you decide if I'm going to go, everybody got to go, this you. And I know you know exactly what part of this movie I'm talking about. Yeah, there's a lot of them, so maybe. I mean, specifically the one where he's like, you know what? I'm tired of this dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you! And I think everybody, once they see this movie, will agree with me, and they will appreciate it. The only thing that might be slightly off-putting to you is watching um, uh, Yulan, the bad guy, dance. You know what, though? That was funny. But I also understand... How they did that, and the other guys were just like, "This is the guy we're trusting our money into." And then he shows you why. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. You're like, oh, I was okay, just, you know. yeah, yeah. And he was, eh, you know what? Never mind. I guess you like, get his. You know what? I'm gonna shut my mouth. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> in the face, so I'm gonna let that one go too. So, um, yeah, no, I am, I am unconflicted about this. I watched it multiple. I'm not kidding. Um, after you asked me, and I told you I was watching it that night, I watched it twice that night, <laughs> and then the next day after we recorded, before it re- um, expired, I watched it again. I really like Nobody. It's just so ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. No. Definitely is. Um. Alright. Um. What would you give it? I mean, it's not high art, so I can't like act up, but right now this is my favorite action thriller so i'm sitting at a solid eight yeah i'm eight and a half i'm i'm to me i don't even give a shit if it i, I got I, it was close to the 10 before we were honest and i was i enjoy it <laughs> i enjoy the shit out of this man it's like this is something you I, i'll watch it i'll watch over and over again i just feel like this it is it's something that this this is up there with john wick we now we, we, they if they decide to keep making these and the only thing that's gonna hurt it is the fact that we're in a we're in a COVID time. And so who knows what the numbers are they're looking at and how they're going to get the numbers on this uh, right. to, to go forward with it. But like, if it wasn't, that would give me three franchises that I'm all down for, you know, um, this the nobody franchise, John Wick and the Equalizer and shit. They already made the Equalizer into a hit TV sh- series. So fuck, you know, it's like, yeah, let's keep it going. You know, these I'm- are the kind of films I'm all down for. 
I'll take it. I think a lot of people, if you're, I mean, go to a drive-thru. If you need a palate cleanser, if you've been stuck inside, if you want to laugh, if you want some pulp fun and you want to get out your house, go catch nobody in a drive-thru if your drive-thrus are open. If your theaters are open, I mean, go in the morning when no one's there by yourself and just laugh. I don't know. I'm not, I'm still not suggesting anybody be risking movie theaters because the vaccine rollout may be better, but it's still a hot-ass mess. But this is fun, and I hope they have their expectations low. This is a solid B movie, but see, B plus. I, I, but you know, I'm 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 going to push back on that. I I don't think I mean overall movies out of action thrillers. This is an A for me, right? But I'm saying like if you're going in looking for the same, if you're going with the same expectations you had going in for the first John Wick, you know, before we knew the John Wick was John Wick, right? And you yeah. saw that trailer and were like, I don't know, guys, I think I might be down for for Keanu Reeves killing some motherfuckers. If that's what if you go in with that expectation with this, or even you went yeah. in with the expectation you had for the first equalizer, right? Before you knew what they were actually gonna do with it, you were like, Yeah, hey, you know what? I wanna see you know Same energy, uh, yeah, same energy. Go in with that same energy, you're gonna you, there's there's no way you leave this shit uh, disappointed. No, no fucking way. And if you do, I I will fucking fight you. You know? It's like <laughs> what are you thinking? What is wrong with you at this point? There's just no possible mm-hmm. way to not be entertained by this film. Like every, I, like yeah, I'm, I don't, like, even you know the, what? Yeah. I had expectations and then I was perfectly content to have every last one of them not come true. But I went in with the energy. I'm like, this looks like it's something in here, like out of, in between, like nobody, nobody feels like it's John Wickish, but not. Mm-hmm. I like Bob. Let's see what happens. And I was insanely happy. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, keep that same energy that you have for those other types of movies and you're going to come away fun. I really felt like this was a love child of a couple of different movies. Oh, yeah. You're going to you're going you're to get those feelings. You're going to get the you're going to get the feeling of a lot of different movies. And and um, we're starting to see this more because there, there was another film I feel like we reviewed recently or maybe something else that we talked about. Recently, I had the same um, the same thing where it. It felt similar, but different enough that I was like, you know what, though? This is a whole other thing itself that I'm okay with. This Mm -hmm. works. And that's how this is. It's like, it's not biting off of John Wick or or the Equalizer or anything like that. It's it's his own thing, and it has homages to them. It has things like those. And it sits in its own lane. And it it totally has its own lane. And now, you know, we got the the three horsemen of don't be fucking with them. You know, uh, John yeah. Wick, the Equalizer, and now Hutch. It's like, you don't... What was... What is um, Denzel's character's name in, in the Equalizer? I don't remember I don't what know. the Equalizer's name is. Yeah, Isn't it John? <laughs> I feel like, you know, see, you're thinking about John, but it might be John. I feel like he likes having a name John in a lot of these films. Let's I think see. it keeps it simple for him. Uh... Oh, there's this series. I want the equal. Let's see what we got. Robert McCall. There we go, Robert. So between John, John Wick, Robert McCall, and then Hutch, and just the guys you don't fuck with. You just don't. You don't. But you know, this is this used to be an entire sub genre of action drama mm-hmm. films like the 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 crime the vigilante. Oh, like Death Wish and them. The, yeah. 
it did just like and if this is their way of having a resurgence with these i'm really happy with the movies that are falling into this lane you got people who fall on the line of being criminals coming out of retirement uh, like john wick assassins you got people like uh robert mccall who worked for the cia uh and went hella freelance um (laughs) and now you've got nobody well, and you, when you yeah. find out why we just keep saying nobody, right. you're going to understand why we're not giving more details on that because right. that's a part of the fun and mm-hmm. one of the most hilarious scenes in the movie. Yeah, uh, but th- th- that's another thing too I want to say. You know what? They're bringing the subgenre back, but you know why it needed to be brought back? Because for a while there, it had gotten problematic. Remember they had done the same thing? What was that? There was two of them. There was that, the one with Jennifer. I think it was Jennifer. It wasn't Jennifer Gardner. Who was that? Oh, that was Jennifer Garner. And was you're it Jennifer Garner? Peppermint. There's Peppermint, but then there's another one. Then there was um, there was Death Wish too. Uh, Bruce Willis. With, with Bruce, Bruce Willis. So there, there, there. That genre for a long time, and even recently, so recently, has when they lean on the problematic size of these characters, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 that's when you can't you can't you, you can't go with it because it's like, oh, you've just turned this in a way so you can have a white person murder. Because they turned it into the victim movie. Right. Right. The the revenge kill from the victim instead of. Right. When you. Right. Right. But when you make it so that the victim is just another badass person and the person that's doing it, it's other, you know, fucked up white people. You know what, though? Hey, you know what? Have no sympathy for any of these people. Or when you have them like in the equalizer, when you have them defending the weak. Right yeah. when you have them defending, like in even in this film, the first person that where he really you know goes off on, like he actually goes out of his way not to fuck up some people of color who probably deserve to have to be fucked up. To be perfectly honest here, I just want to say they. they I mean, they did. Look, they did deserve you know, to get fucked up. But he, but just... but but he, but he, but but they didn't go that route, right? He didn't Ooh. go that route, and then turned around and it was like, oh, these white guys here are fucking with this girl. All right. These motherfuckers. These are who I'm yeah. going to fuck up. You know, and, moral and, of the story: right. don't mess with Pete dads who've got daughters who are daddy's well, girls. Well, well there's that, but it. it's also, but it's also the idea of making sure you're punching up, right? Yeah. Stop trying to punch down at other minorities in these films because that's what makes that this subgenre not good. It's what makes it problematic when you have them actually punching up and you actually have them fighting for the little people, like John Wick, and in, in the day. John Wick is beating up all the other people because they killed his fucking dog. You're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go with it. They, they killed a dog. They got to die. You know, in this film, you have people that are literally f- fucking with a, a young girl. He's going to fuck them up. In the Equalizer, that's all he's doing is fucking the people that decided they want to go and pick on the weak. It's like, that's the it's whole. Like, oh, oh, you can't call the police? Oh, you tried right. already? Right, call I got me. you. Yeah, I got I you. Got it's you. like when you do it that way and you turn it into this thing of, you know, defending the weak against the, the powerful. That's what makes this subgenre work. When you're having it just going around, it's like, we're going to have this white person go around and murder a bunch of people of color. Eh, no, not doing that, guys. No, yeah, that's no. Why, that's why trying to bring Death Wish doesn't work because yeah. Charles Bronson was heavily, heavily yeah. problematic yeah. as yeah. everything. Now, don't get me wrong. I, my, my dad watched all of those damn movies. So I've seen I mean, them, you grew up I, on, yeah, right. I mean, yeah. And so it, it, that's what it is. But if you want to come back to that, and then of course, you you know, like you said, they turn this genre over, the subgenre over to, 
you know, white people who just want to kill people like Kevin Bacon and Death Sentence. And again, Peppermint with Jennifer Garner. Those movies could have been good, but the way that they designed them mm-hmm. and the way that they got this regular guy up to speed didn't make any sense. This makes beautiful sense. Right. It makes amazingly perfect sense. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the fact when you when you start to see how this guy's disposition actually <laughs> what's really chilling in there you're gonna be like you know what this is why you leave people alone you know what on it just it just hit me mm. you know this is this is a realistic batman <laughs> this is yes. realistic batman this is like no motherfucker this is the mask you don't understand this is the, this mask. Is the mask that's protecting you all from me like <laughs> yo i'm sorry this yeah no you guys are gonna love this film you gotta check this out um yeah i'm glad also Ooh. i'm gonna say here um you know, it's sounding like, and I've been lied to before, but it's sounding like King Kong versus Godzilla is more King Kong than Godzilla, and more Skull Island than the Godzilla films. So I might check it out. But I'm 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 going in cautious. I'm going in. I've been hurt before by these. I've been lies. hurt before. I've been hurt before by these lies. Oh, but no, seriously, I need somebody to watch it and just tell me: Is it more Skull Island or more Godzilla? If it's or, or more of the Godzilla films, if it's more of the Skull Island film, I'm all in on this. I love Skull Island. I think Skull Island has been like the best film out of all the ones they've been trying to do with these kaiju, kaiju films. Like, I, I'm actually pissed that Skull Island doesn't get more credit than than it should. That film was fucking amazing and not and problematic because you yeah. couldn't get away from the monsters. There were so many. Exactly, there's so many. So if 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 King Kong versus Godzilla is more Skull Island, I'm all in on that because that film was fucking amazing. If it's more like the other Godzilla films, I'm. It comes out Friday, right? It comes out Friday. Godzilla? King Kong? Godzilla? It comes out Friday. I'm going to let somebody else tell me if I should... I'll watch it. You know I'm going to watch it. Cool. Let me know. Because actually, you know what? I'm setting... I'm setting. I'm setting. I'm setting. That's what I'm feeling here tonight. I am setting up my speakers tonight in my room. So I might... If it's good, that'll be the first movie I check out. I'll text you. Text me. Let me know. You you. know me. And I'm going to know if you're trying to do that thing where you just want me to get on. I want to know. I'm going to know when you're trying to do that. All right. You know what? Coming off nobody, I don't feel like it's right for me to do that to you. You really shouldn't. You really shouldn't do that. So I'll be honest and I'll save that for another movie that I loop you into and then have to deal with you low-key cussing me out without using profanity <laughs> which by the way kudos to you you're getting really good at it i'm proud of you yeah, i'm trying you know i'm you know yeah. I, I i get a lot of practice at work so yeah the cuts are you know the cuts are deeper yeah. it's like yeah. i went i walked away from uh, the last time we talked and i was like you know what he insulted the shit out me <laughs> <laughs> it took me a solid 45 minutes after we stopped recording to realize that you threw lots of shade in my direction and right. it's rude you know, so i'm proud of you yeah you know Trying to get better at throwing that in there subtly under the radar. If I'm here for you to stay employed, yeah, you yeah, need sure. you know practice those tactics with me so you can stay a regular schmegula. Until the day you decide that you just want something for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Um, I saw that Batwoman is up on the Super Tuesday recap feed, so check that out with uh, Shannon and Uh You have this. Oh, I got stuff coming. Um, um, we got the director of test pattern after hearing our podcast sat down and gave me a little one-on-one you know we chopped it up a little so that'll be up soon cool um, i don't know is that premium or is that gonna go front placing oh eic how are we rolling that probably out? should put that front place although um you and brandon do need to get together for the aretha stuff because you guys are gonna try to do that 
Yeah. Um, I have something. <laughs> we have on premium. We do have uh, a spoiler review for the first three episodes of Invincible because that comes out on Friday. So you guys will hear that. That'll drop on Friday. Um, I'm also probably going to do a couple other things premium before the end of the month. So we should have enough premium episodes before then. And then also Sunday, obviously, uh, doubling up. We got Captain America, Winter Soldier, uh, Captain America and Bucky. Uh, we got Captain America and Bucky. And then we also have um, uh, part two of our Barry Allen um, character corner. So stay tuned for all that. Stuff. I'm so, really excited for the part two of the yeah. character corner. Should be fun. So, All right, folks. Thank you guys very much. Make sure you guys subscribe. Movie trailer reviews on iTunes. We're back on Spotify. So if you don't have us on Spotify anymore, but you want to listen to us on Spotify, just go and search for movie trailer reviews again and resubscribe and refollow. So again, folks, thank you guys very much for listening. Until next time, we're out of here. Peace. Peace.